Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 9, Chapter 102. Four Others Admitted to the Congregation. It was in the same year, 1571, that the following were enrolled in our congregation and joined themselves to us, Tomasio Bozio from Gubbio, many of whose works have been published, Niccolo Gilli of Troyes, a very devout man with great skill in resolving cases of conscience, and Antonio Talpa of San Severino, a learned lawyer. Oh, and Antonio Sala of Bologna also joined us that year. In the year 1572, since the Virgin gave birth in early March, Cesare Baronio began to suffer from a dangerous fever. The fever was so intense that on the 11th, the most experienced doctors gave up hope of saving him. And with no chance of any human remedy, he was rapidly approaching death. Once Philip realized this, he set himself to pray for his recovery and was not disappointed. He discerned that his prayers had been heard. And Baronio too discovered it by this sure means. At the very moment when Philip was begging the divine mercy, Baronio fell into a refreshing sleep. In his dreams, he seemed to see our holy friend standing near Christ and the Blessed Virgin in a white gown standing to Christ's right. Then he heard Philip entreating the Lord saying, save Cesare, restore Cesare to his former health. I want Cesare unharmed. Give me Cesare, I beg you. And he repeated these words over and over, like another Moses, showing his confidence in God. Philip was wrestling like this with God, like a new Jacob for a long time, but did not prevail until Baronio seemed to see him turning to the Blessed Mother of God and beseeching her earnestly so that what he could not gain of himself, he might attain through her. The Virgin nodded to his request and at once asked her son not to refuse what Philip was asking. And she continued to ask him as long as Philip maintained his entreaty. And after seeing all this, the dying man awoke, gladdened by that sign from heaven and began to feel better. On that same day, he was declared to be out of danger, to the admiration of the doctors who considered it a miracle. Shortly afterwards, he became entirely free from his bodily illness, which outcome showed that the vision was not false. Baronio is alive today and famous throughout the world. He has not forgotten whose help it was that restored him to life and health. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri. 
gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We should connect up the four vocations that joined the Oratorians in 1571 with the restoration of Baronius to the congregation the following year. We should join them up in this way, that as Baronius was restored to the congregation by the prayers of Philip, so we're being invited to consider that these four men who joined the Oratorians were also the fruit of prayer. Our Lord said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest might send out laborers into his harvest. Baronio, or Baronius, is by far the most famous of St. Philip's disciples. Antonio Bozio, who we hear about also tonight, would in some ways follow in Baronius's footsteps, would do also intellectual work, would publish historical studies. He assisted Baronius even. But Baronius is the one who St. Philip had recognized by an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, would write and publish an answer to the Protestant view of church history. But here in 1571, long before Baronius had published one word, when he was still just beginning to preach every day the history of the church, Philip prayed for his restoration. Baronius was dying, and he would have died had Philip not prayed, had Philip not turned to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so later on, when Baronius would publish one of the volumes of his Annales, his yearly chronology of the church, he spoke in high praise how it all depended on the prayers and the encouragement of St. Philip, that St. Philip was the real author. Well, Philip did not actually write one word or preach one word. But insofar as he prayed for Baronius, insofar as he obtained his health and he encouraged him to carry on with the work, in that way he was the author. Now, why is that important for us? We may not be authors. We may not be called to have a famous mission in the church, a publishing mission. We may not have our names known throughout the world like Baronius, but we can pray. We can ask the Lord to send out laborers into his harvest. And maybe we should learn to pray more like Philip prayed. Give me Cesare. I beg you, Lord, save him. I want Cesare unharmed. In other words, if we know someone who we think would make a good priest, if we know someone who has a vocation, or maybe if we ourselves think we may have a vocation, then we should pray in this way. We should give expression to our desires. That's what prayer is. It interprets our desires. The things that we want, we give voice to. We ask the Lord for. And this is his will. Ask and you will receive, he said. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. 
What do we know about the origin of those vocations of the four men? Talpa, Gilyi, Botsio, Sala. But we should imagine, we should think that they are the fruit of prayers too. Someone was praying for those four men. Someone was praying that they might become oratorians, they might become priests. And we, if we don't have any confidence in our own prayers, let's beg the Blessed Virgin Mary like St. Philip did. Let's beg her to pray for us. We know that our Lord did his first miracle at her intercession. They have no wine, she said. They have no wine. Well, if people don't have priests and they don't have the wine of the Eucharist, that is, they don't have the precious blood of Christ under the form of wine. Give us more priests, Lord. Give us holy priests. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.